Hey, welcome to the No Name Podcast. I'm here with uh, Jason Williams and Andrew Blumker today. Thanks, Jason, for uh, joining us. Yeah, great to be here. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So um, we're going to be talking a little bit today about uh, intentional discipleship, keeping with the with the theme. And, and Jason, why don't you just tell us a little bit about uh, some of the, the events that have been going on in your life? <laughs> oh, wow. Do we have a half hour or, or two hours? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, life's just a whirlwind right now. Of course, the uh, house burning down in July, and we're just, it's amazing. We're only eight weeks out from that, and uh, so much has happened over that mm. eight weeks. Um, of course, you know, the the fire kicked off so many events. The The biggest thing that we saw come from the fire is just the church come alive, yeah. Um, so like I said, with our life being just a whirlwind right now, starting a new house and, and just basically starting, starting over. Mm. Um, but through this whole time, through this past couple of months, the, the church has just come alive and I, I'm not just talking about our church family, but churches that we don't even know, people that we don't even know have just, uh, stepped up to, to be the church and, uh, that started on the very night of the fire. Um, you were there. You saw just the just the neighborhood full of people, and yep. um, just to be there for you. Um, so we have really been impacted over the past eight weeks. And uh, I tell people all the time: just um, be careful of what you think you know. Just like Paul said, uh, don't think you're too smart because you'll get surprised. Hmm. Uh, God will show you things in your life that you just weren't ready for or didn't realize. And uh, that's kind of where we are right now. He's just, he just tops himself every day and it's just been an enlightening experience. Yeah. So you're eight weeks out and I, I drove by, uh, this morning mm -hmm. and they were there busting forms on, yeah. a, on a basement that was dug like Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Today, as at the end of today, the, the basement will be pretty much finished except for the garage floor and the floor. Um, but yeah, things are moving so quickly and it's just, it's unheard of to say in the middle of July, I'm going to build a new house and then everything just comes into, into place. But that's how it's happening. Everything's lining up and, uh, we're just excited. Um, I just really feel that God is going to use um, not only this this experience in our lives, and He has been using it already, um, but just moving forward, just the perspective, new perspective that He's given us, mm -hmm. and uh, even with the new house, I just I just see things on the horizon of uh, you know, God, what do you what do you want to do with this? Yeah. So it's it's pretty exciting. So if you back up a little bit, I know that you've been involved in church, but more importantly, probably, uh, is you've been involved in discipleship mm -hmm. and mentoring and pointing people to Jesus for a very long time. Yeah. And, uh, so how has that like come into play in all of this? Have you seen the fruits of some of that? Like maybe some of those people you've discipled or just areas that you've intentionally invested in actually come back around? <clears throat> Yeah, and I think so. Uh, new opportunities, new opportunities, especially um, 
but I think the biggest thing is was the perspective that we decided on the very morning after the fire. Um, nobody could sleep, of course. It's like 4 a.m. And, and you hear sniffling and in this corner and sniffling in that corner. So finally, I just got up and turned on the lamp and said, hey, let's just let's all come in here and sit on the bed and let's just let's let's get oriented. And uh, what we decided there as a family is this is even though it's hard and it's difficult, it's not going to be a story of tragedy. It's going to be God's story through us. And uh, we just prayed on how uh, he could use that. And what I found out is that decision and that perspective has been one of the most connecting, uh, one of the most impactful ways we've been able to connect with people along the way. Mm -hmm. Because the biggest question, honestly, and even people... Um, who are Christians are like, you know, how can you not be bitter? How can you not be mad? Um, and the, you know, the short, simple answer is because, you know, the Bible tells us that we can't expect that life will be perfect mm -hmm. even when we're believers. So mm -hmm. it's allowed us to, um, speak that perspective and, and speak, uh, God's will into people's lives. And, um, and just, connect through the relationship and through testimony and uh and it's it's been awesome it really really has yeah i think hard times it's not the issue of if they will come but when they will come yeah and then as believers how will we respond to the situation but then how to respond to others right and without a gospel-centered focus it would be real easy to yeah. woe is me i'm mm -hmm. the victim you know and really go down a uh kind of a bad road yeah but when jesus is the center of our lives it's like you said an opportunity to actually share the hope that we have that's mm -hmm. bigger than anything we might possess in this world yeah and i i think uh, uh a credit to the people in our lives and the you know the people that we have relationships with um just the testimony of them through the experience uh, was a, a great start to putting that perspective into the family. Yeah. Um, uh, just like, you know, Sean heard about it. He was two and a half hours away. He hopped in his vehicle and, and rushed right there just to be with us. Um, the neighborhood was, was just full of, uh, not just onlookers to see a big fire in a small town, but people that just stood there with us to be with us until yeah. late into the night. Hmm. Um, uh, our neighbor giving us his house uh, to live in until uh, we get rebuilt. Just the church coming alive really impacted us from the very beginning to enable us to remember those truths that we already knew mm -hmm. and thought, to get oriented. I thought that was pretty wild. Uh, not just your neighbor like offering the house, but like the big picture window overlooks your house. <laughs> yeah. And so like you you moved in there and it was it was still in shambles mm -hmm. right you see all the all the burnt stuff and then you watch it get deconstructed hauled off and now you're watching the phoenix rise out of the ashes mm -hmm. like you yeah. know this new construction mm -hmm. now uh being built and you you have a picture window to to see it every day yeah um it's just it's pretty incredible I want, I want to make mention of, of one thing real quick though. Um, because 
I got to I got to be there, right? And we're watching your your house burn and they're they're tearing things <laughs> yeah. down, you know. And actually they had um they had the backhoe knocking down your house because there was a hot spot that they yeah. couldn't get rid of. And we're standing that in the backyard. Yeah. And and we're watching that. And uh all of a sudden you call me and Kim over uh to the side you were talking to a couple of other neighbors that lived and <clears throat> so in the midst of his house being being burnt and knocked down he was talking to some neighbors inviting them to our life group yeah. and introducing us to them as his house is burning <laughs> yeah that was that was absolutely incredible to me because I'm just like I'm focused on the house and Jason's just like hey Sean Kim come over here you know and you introduce us to these people uh, and like hey we got this life group you ought to come mm -hmm. to our life group and that was just I'm still and, trying to get them to come yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean the the whole the thing is is like the mindset you know what mm -hmm. I mean it really it really was an incredible and I mean not just inspiring, but impactful for me to see, um, people with that kind of, man, this is an opportunity, yeah. um, yeah. to minister mm -hmm. and, and not like you didn't come up with that a few days later, you knew immediately, like mm -hmm. God's going to use this somehow. Yeah. And you immediately started walking in, uh, those truths. It was awesome to, yeah. to, to see. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, I've said all along that this is, so much bigger than a house you know yeah. th this this entire situation um is just so much bigger than a house and like i said with the response of people um and i think i've said it before but um the next morning before we were um to got up to talk and to pray and things just to open my eyes and wake up and and realize the first thought in your head is there's nothing left you know <laughs> i i don't I don't even have my own underwear to put on this morning, you know, it's just, uh, or at least they were way too small. Somebody bought for me. Um, <laughs> true story. Um, but just to wake up and know, wow, there is, there is truly nothing left. And this is really a moment to be remembered because you're waking up truly with nothing yeah. or nothing that we see in this world. Right. And, um, but yet, after the experience over the previous several hours to know that you have everything and have everything you need. Your family's there with you. Uh, the church has responded. Um, you know, God is there with you and, uh, who needs possessions. So I think I want to, uh, take a moment just to address that. I'm sure that your optimistic view of this is not always perfect right 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 i'm sure there's a little ebb and flow mm -hmm. in how you're feeling and i i just wanted to ask like how do you address those things yeah um well we have spoke before you know i'm a i'm the kind of person that is is kind of a a, a doer mm. and i like to get things done so one of the biggest struggles through this process and you mentioned the the picture window and being able to see the burned out house each and every day um it was a double-edged sword because it <laughs> reminded me every day of god's provision yeah. and his grace 
but it also reminded me, hey, there's work to be done. And it was difficult to walk past that every day and to look at it to know um, that I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. But yet that was the good part about it. Hmm. Um, I, I have struggled with some control issues, um, but you know, uh, the response is to always have, you know, that grounding back to God that, uh, I, I, I think it's okay that we have our little meltdowns once in a while and to get it out of our system. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it is, it's frustrating, even though, you know, I know God is, is provided everything and he's been there through this whole thing. Uh, the fact is it's frustrating, um, to, to go through it. Anybody that's, Uh, built a house this is the second one that we've built it's just frustrating and to do it in a hurry and on the run uh it's stressful so it makes it more important to have those people in your life that are that are grounding and uh just have that daily reminder of who god is and and where he's taken us and more importantly what does he have planned for this yeah so yeah um if there was, if there was one thing, Andrew had mentioned earlier that you've that you've been in leadership and you've discipled people for um, years and years. Um, if there's one thing uh, that you would recommend people do in terms of discipleship, like one thing that's most impactful, um, what has that been in in your life or in your experience? Yeah. Uh. Without a doubt, uh, the most successful thing for me over the years, just because it's who I am, but relationship. Um, Meaningful relationships with people and um, having them convinced through that relationship that you really do care about their well-being, not only on this earth, but their eternal well-being and and even people in my life who still don't agree with what i believe in uh have respect because we have a relationship yeah and i tell my kids all the time you know in order to get the ability to speak into someone's life you first have to show that you have genuine concern um that you just don't want to preach to them so and that takes relationship you know, it takes um, having breakfast with somebody who, you know, may not believe or who is struggling and taking the time to let them know that um, I care about you. I want to hear about your problems. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times that will lead to questions as to why you live your life the way that you do and gives you an opportunity. Um, but always, always relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's huge because when you talk about when you talk about relationship, it's not just you know engaging someone, but it's like giving up of time, mm-hmm. giving up of you know self, and 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 actually intentionally doing it for a purpose. I mean, it's yeah. it comes from the love of the Father, right? Like the outpouring of our heart. Like it's because we love, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yes. Um, and and so uh relationship it's not just hey this is my friend like it's because you you know as well as i do like friendship there's like 
different levels of friendship. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like acquaintance. We still call them friends, mm-hmm. but they're they're not not really friends. You know, um, and so yeah, it's it, someone that you're actually in a relationship with. It it takes it takes time. It mm-hmm. takes intentionality to engage. Um, it's not a uh, well, when I see them, you know, we strike up a conversation. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. The the crazy thing that that I have noticed, and I'm sure you have too, because it's your life that I'm talking about, um, <laughs> is that the timing of all of this, uh, because of what's going on in your life, you have a daughter that's a senior in high school mm-hmm. and getting ready to, you know, take those next steps. You have another daughter that... Uh, before the fire, correct me if I'm wrong, decided that she yeah. was going to move to Peoria, yep. right? Was living in your house, moving out of your house, right? Yeah. Uh, moving to Peoria, and then you have a fire. So it's like this this huge transition time in your life, <laughs> uh, all kinds of things, moving parts going on, and like, hey, let's just add this one yeah. Yeah. extra mm-hmm. piece, you yeah. know? And uh, so, you know, my my hats, my hats off to you for, uh, you know, keeping, keeping your eyes focused where they needed to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, keep your, keep our eyes upon Christ, his mission, uh, his vision for our life and, and allow that to flow through us no matter what we're doing, where we're at, what's going on in our life. And, and you have, you have been, uh, a staple for that in this, in this time. So Thanks. yeah, it's been awesome. So, mm-hmm. Hey, Thanks for uh, thanks for taking some time to yeah. talk talk to us about what's going on and Glad to. and uh, you know we're going to continue to watch this story unfold because it's not over yeah, yet. Yeah, me too. And so uh, <laughs> literally right, through right. your window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to get to the other window. Yeah, across the alley. What a, what a picture of eternity, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A glimpse into the future. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. Yeah, pretty awesome stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll continue to wait and see what uh see yeah. what god has in store so awesome all right man thanks guys for for joining us uh stay tuned uh we have a lot more coming your way